Hello and welcome to the Psychic Medium Ian Podcast. This is episode two and we're talking about spirit guides. Hey guys, welcome. It's Ian. Welcome to episode two as I continue my journey and rolling out this podcast and again, sort of just sharing my personal story with you, hopefully being someone that can support you along your journey. Um, if you've checked out episode one, I sort of give a really quick sort of overview of, of my path to this point. And my hope is over the next several episodes as I continue on, you'll you'll get to know me a little bit more, you'll get a little bit better understanding of my own personal journey. And, and again, my, my goal with this podcast is to really be someone that you can learn with uh, and develop with. I know everyone's developing in, in different stages. They're at different places in their, their spiritual development. Um, for myself, I've been someone that's been psychic and intuitive my whole life, very strong empath. And in the recent year here, really started to develop my mediumship abilities, had a lot of experiences sort of happening to, to validate that I'm not crazy. And a lot of the a lot of what I thought was um, anxiety or pa- panic, <laughs> it's actually been spirit. And there's been a lot of uh, examples I'm going to share. And I've been working on developing myself as a platform medium and uh, look forward to continuing that. And again, I'm, I'm someone that's still fairly new along the way and hopefully that helps you. I know there's lots of great resources here and a lot of great podcasts that I also listen to for people that have been you know, born as a medium and basically have just known it their entire life. So I'm probably someone that's been aware of it, but definitely more so in the last several years, especially the last year, really have started to really see that gifting and develop and have some really strong things happen that have really validated that this is the path that I'm supposed to be on and uh, just to continue to develop as a medium. So today, the episode two, as I've sort of started to share, is I've really felt like one of the most important things for me in in this stage of my journey has been really getting to understand and connect with my spirit guides. And and so when I first started out, I was not really, I've always been aware of having spirit around me. I've just never really understood until I really started to dig into understanding spirit guides and try to connect with my guides, um, what they even mean who they are what their purpose is how they assist and and what what their role is and and so I thought today for episode two would be really valuable to sort of share my own experiences give you a bit of insights on what what is a spirit's guide how do you connect um, and why is it so important and I I do believe that when you are developing um, this probably one of the most important things especially as a medium to have a really strong connection with your guides so first things first though let's talk about what you know, for some people, this might be basic, but what is a spirit guide exactly? A spirit guide is is a guide that's with you. Um, some are with you your entire life, like your master guide, for example. I'll get to that in a second. But a spirit guide is is a is a spirit that is assisting you in your journey in different ways, different capacities. And a spirit guide has been has had a physical existence, has lived in the physical realm and is now in spirit and is assisting you Um, and it's someone that you have chosen while on the other side you have chosen your guides before you came into this physical existence before you entered into um, into this realm the physical realm for this lifetime you picked your guides and with an intention of them helping you along the way at different points you would you've picked a what's called a master guide, a guide that's been with you since you've been born into this world and is with you all the time and is really an overseer. And their, their role is to really protect, to serve, to, to assist, to be there for you. 
And then you'll also have other guides um, that might come into your life for different reasons. They might be with you for your entire life or for seasons of your life where it might be you know, going through certain situations where you have these guides that are really equipped and have experience in certain areas that they, they come in and help you along your journey. You can have healing guides. Um, for myself, I have a different guide that helps me when I'm doing mediumship. Um, I also have, of course, like a master guide. And so, and I'm still learning. I don't have all of my, I haven't met all of my guides. I certainly have a couple guides that I know well and have started to just get closer to. But the, the, to start out, I think it's important to just understand what a spirit guide is, um, what their role is. And for me, it's the comforting piece is knowing that I picked these guides and that their whole purpose is, and I under, you know, making that decision of, Selecting these guides to help me along the way gives a lot of comfort to me knowing that I'm not alone here and I've picked them for a reason. I picked them for a purpose to serve me in this physical lifetime. And so um, that's really important to understand. And so to me, I think as we're developing spiritually as mediums, um, as intuitive guides, really having a strong connection with your spirit guide uh, and guides is so important. And so I, I, can't, I can't stress that enough. That's probably one of the first things when I'm talking to someone that's developing or maybe sort of starting to have an awakening is really get to know your guides. And we're going to talk a little bit on this episode of how you can do that. But I think that's really an important first step. And it's understanding, like I say, for me, I know it was like, well, what is a spirit guide? Um, how does that work? What's the difference between a spirit guide and an angel? Uh, an angel, for example, is, is, not, is, um, is a spirit that is not... Uh, lived in the physical realm, and so that's that's the difference between a spirit guide and an angel. For example, angels can serve, protect, and um, assist you along your journey, but they've never been in physical form. And so it's important just to kind of make a note of that. So um, again, as a medium, it's important because when you are connecting with spirit, when you're connecting with you know for example with someone else if you're with a person and you're doing a sitting doing a reading for example it's not you that gets the message it's your guides that go get the message bring the message back and you tell that to the to the sitter to the person you're giving a message to and that's kind of the the whole definition of a medium is you're kind of the middleman so it's really important that you have this strong connection with your guides um, to have this trust, to have this relationship, to have this understanding and develop it. Just like meeting a, a new friend, for example, or meeting someone, it takes some time to really develop that and develop that trust. And so just know you pick these, your guides. And so that's the first thing that's really important is to really understand that. So the, the, I guess the next question is, okay, well, how do you, how do you actually connect with your spirit guide? Um, if you, maybe you have, but I think the, for me, the most important way and the easiest way to do that is through meditation. Sitting in meditation, uh, is, is very valuable. Um, there's, there's different types of meditations you can do. There's some guided meditations. Uh, and for, for myself, for example, um, one of the first times I met my master guide was through meditation. It was a guided meditation that really sort of helped me walk myself into that, um, to that setting where I could sort of relax, open up, and really invite my guide to step forward. So I'll link up a couple different resources in the show notes here so you can go and find those. Some people find that that really works well, helps a lot. Other people find it's distracting to um, you know, have a guided meditation and prefer just to sit in silence. And that's okay too. Whatever works best for you. The key part is, you know, even in meditation alone is 
having this ritual of regular daily meditation, sitting for 10, 15 minutes, at least if you can in a day, uh, once a day is a great place. If you could accomplish that, that'd be a huge place to start where just learning how to sit in silence, clear your mind, allow all the day-to-day stuff just go away that's when you can hear the clearest is when you let your mind totally rest so this practice of meditation is so important and when you're in that meditation opening up and inviting your guides to step forward for me um, and I think the other thing too that's important is that it could take months um, or several settings you could have several sittings you could have you could meet your spirit guide in one sitting but it also could take several months I know I've talked to people where it's like they say like I can't I can't I sit and I try and invite my guys to get come forward and I can't think of them I can't do it nothing comes and that's okay because sometimes it's it's a very subtle sensation that you will get a very subtle message and it just comes over time it might you might have to sit for months in meditation or weeks or whatever before you can really make that connection and for myself I know that was the case that um, it took me some time a regular meditation or even when I was out you know I, I drive around quite a bit in my day-to-day there's times when I'd just be you know obviously not meditating while I'm driving but very being very mindful and very open and quieting my mind as much as possible inviting my guides to give me signs and symbols and so I've I've been able to discover um, my master guide in the last year here where um, I've had the I have a good understanding of who he is what his what sort of a lifetime, why I picked him, what he looks like. I have a lot of the attributes and that's just come with time of sort of sitting in meditation, inviting him to come sit with me and get to know him. And it's like building a friendship, like I had said earlier, where you you can ask him, for me, a visual that I often create is I have a, a very similar meditation where I take, uh, I take myself out to, a, I go out onto this beach scene, which I have in my mind where I go out, I take, I, I walk through this huge door I grab this huge uh, blanket that sits in this chest just outside the door and I walk out I go out into this beach I lay this big blanket down on the ground big enough for two people to sit on and I just visualize the scene and then I sit there in meditation and I invite my spirit guides to come forward I invite my master guide to come forward and wait for him to come sit with me and uh, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about what's called a calling card in a moment. But once I know that my guide is there and I can really sense him, and then I'll just sit. Some days I'll sit just quietly and just feel his presence around me. Other times I'll ask questions like, what's your name? Uh, show me what you look like. Um, what, you know, what message do you have for me today? What sort of things do I need to uh, be aware of? Um, help me listen. Whatever that might be. There's lots of different ways that I will connect and and some days you'll get a clear message other days you'll just get a feeling and that's okay too but it's about spending time with your spirit guide on a regular basis and it starts with like I say for me it's in meditation where you're quiet because when a spirit guide comes to you and they're always around you 24 7 but it really takes for me um, to be in a meditative state really in a quiet slow your voice slow your mind down that's really when you can make a strong connection and really sense and feel and hear and get messages. So super important um, to do that. And again, it might take you several weeks before you can really feel that. Um, I got to know my master guide quite um, quite quickly within a few weeks. Um, as I was, I was driving around actually one day and I said, like, what's your name? Like, tell me what your name is. I know you're with me. Tell me what your name is. And it was funny because within the space of like five minutes, I saw the word Ben 
on like a building, on the back of a car, on a license plate. Like I saw the name Ben over and over again. It was just like, okay, so your name is Ben. And really, to be honest, spirit guide doesn't really care what you call them. But to me, that was like, okay, I have a name. My name, my master guide's name is Ben. And uh, in meditation, he showed me what he looks like. I have a good visual. So I can see him when I invite him in to, uh, to be around me and to really sort of communicate um, and again, you might have a name, you might get a really strong message, but you can't get it without being still, being quiet and sitting in meditation. And I, I'm sure I'm beating this horse to death, but you get the point. Um, the second thing I sort of wanted to talk about a little bit about when you meet your guides. Again, there's different guides you might find. You might find that you have guides for healing. You might have guide. That, I have a different guide that I work with who helps me when I'm doing mediumship, when I'm giving messages to a sitter. It's a different guide that's a lot more capable in that area to give give messages. So I have a different guide that I call forward when I'm sitting giving a message to someone in a medium setting. Um, but what we what's important to have and what you can do with this a spirit guide is ask for a calling card. So when you're sitting in meditation, when you're talking, when you're inviting your guides to come sit with you or a guide to come forward and really let their presence be felt, is ask for a calling card. So take yourself into that place where you can quiet your mind, get into meditation, invite your guide to step forward, and then ask them to give you a sign. Show me that you're here. And it can be the most subtle, and often it is the most subtle things. Like it could feel like a brush across your face. It could feel like someone's tickling your hair. For me, I get a real strong ringing in my ears when I sense my guides can come forward. And I can feel the energy in the room changing when my guide is there and I can just sense it, feel it, my ears ring and I know. So when I'm, when I'm looking to say, for example, do a reading, do a message, work with spirit, use my guides to deliver a message, I invite them to call, come forward, I ask them to give me that, that calling card and as soon as I hear it, feel it, then I know that, that they're with me, I know I'm working in spirit, I'm not working in the ego, it's not just me, it's really my guides working through me. And so it's really important to have that calling card for that reason to know. And again, it's, it's almost like when you first meet your guides, it could take you several sittings or several sessions or several times before you can actually get that message, get that um, calling card. But keep asking for it and don't be afraid to ask for it you know, and be aware that it could be very subtle. It could be just the slightest thing. But what you'll find is this, it will be the same thing every time. You'll get the same calling card. And, and if you get it, say you're in meditation, say, hey, invite your spirit guide to come forward. Give me a calling card. Give me a something so that I know that you're here. You might get this really subtle thing and go, okay, make it, make it even a stronger sensation. Give that to me again. Make it even stronger. And they will. And I found that that's happened, helped a lot. And so when you first do it, you might go, I don't even know if I felt anything or feel anything or sense anything. To once you really build up that relationship, build up that communication line, you'll get that calling card like right away and strong and loud. And you'll just feel, it's hard to describe, but you'll just feel the energy shift in the room. You'll just feel that presence. And so again, like whatever way that sort of works for you to sort of just ask your guides to step forward. It doesn't have to be this long, elaborate meditation, but it's, it's important to slow yourself down enough to, to be able to really he, hear, sense, and feel, and clear yourself of all the other baggage um, that you have going on. So that's, that's really what I want to talk about when, it's, when you're talking about sort of making that initial connection. 
Um, I'll give you a couple tips though before I close out the episode and on talking and communicating with your guides. The first thing, and you've kind of heard me talk through this a little bit, is like don't force it. Uh, be very, you know, really don't try and force it to happen. Um, the more you kind of let go and let it sort of re- receive receive that connection versus like trying to really force it, I find that that really is, is important because you can, like some people are like, I tried, I can't get nothing. It's like the more you try, it's almost like reverse. The, the, the more you just kind of let go, let your mind just be still and quiet, you'll have this disruption. You'll have this sort of, um, message come to you, you'll have that spirit guide step forward into, into your meditation, into your time, whatever. Um, so don't force it. Don't, don't worry. And again, it might take several sessions before you actually make that connection. Uh, and that's okay. Don't, they just know that regardless of whether you really get this huge lightning bolt moment or not, they are with you. They are literally with you now. They are just with, they're like around you in this moment. And so sometimes just preparing yourself to really sense and feel that um, it's not that they're somewhere far away and they're just not around they are around you know that just be patient so again don't force it it's often very subtle and once you feel it then you'll realize how subtle and amazing it is at the same time second thing the second tip i'll give you is and is to listen and don't be afraid to ask questions of your guides um, ask questions like, what's your name? What's your story? Why did I pick you? How do I know you? Um, what do you look like? Um, how can you help me? What message do you have for me today? Sometimes you'll get clear conversation happening in your mind with your guides. Other times it might be very quiet, but you still can sense and feel them. And sometimes there's nothing more powerful than just sitting there, feeling their presence around you. And it's so loving and pure that it's it's also really really awesome so listen don't always sometimes it's like ask the question sit back and listen and see what spirit gives you see what your guides will give you don't keep asking the question over and over again i can't hear you talk more like just ask sit listen so that's the second tip that i'll give you um and then the last tip i'll give you for really sort of you know building this relationship it's consistency it's having a regular practice of communication and again for me it's through meditation on a daily basis if you can find you know you you can you can overdo it but if you can get at least 10 15 minutes each day where you're sitting in meditation inviting your guides to step forward spending time you will build up that that conversation that that relationship um, stronger and stronger over time and that's really a key relationship to have as you delve into your mediumship, as you, you know, work as an intuitive guide, um, that's going to be the most important relationship you have is with your guides. And so, again, consistency. Uh, it shouldn't feel forced. It shouldn't feel like oh, I've got to do this. You should look forward to the opportunity to sit with your guides and get a message and spend time. It just feels good to be in their presence. And so, um, for me, I like to start my day off um, in the mornings where I can get up, spend some time communicate with my guides there's often the message I might have for the day um, before I do any work um, in a mediumship capacity I also will, will spend some time in meditation invite my guides to be with me step forward um, and you know again whatever works for you but it's important to have consistency um, I really for for meditation I have the same space that I go to in my house every day 
Um, I think that's also important. It's kind of a bonus tip as I'm just kind of riffing here is, is to set up a space that's yours. And what you'll find is if you go back to that same place and really create this sort of sacred place to meditate every day, you'll build up energy. You'll build up sort of power. Your guides will be like when you step into that space, you'll feel the energy of that room uh, immediately. So create a really nice, good place where, where you want to go. I have a really cool little corner of my basement where I've got candles and I've got a, a chest there where I keep all my books and I have this really neat sort of like rug and uh, meditation pillow and uh, cool lighting and tapestry on the walls. Like For me, that's just a cool place. I have trees all around me on the walls and, and some really cool lighting. It looks like stars. I know it's cheesy, but for me, it really is a, is a cool place for me to connect and where I can help close my mind off. It's private. It allows me to really relax quickly. And so if you go back to a sacred space every day, um, you'll find the energy builds and you'll be able to get into that really nice meditation quicker than if you are just trying to like do it anywhere. Not to say you can't do it anywhere, but um, there's a lot of power in having your own sacred space. So that's kind of the last tip I'll give you as far as as how to meet with your guys and really how to create this strong relationship. And again, um, for today's episode, that was really what I wanted to communicate was for me, what I find is the most important thing as I've been developing is, and, and I still have a lot of developing in that relationship with my guides as well. I still have other guides that I know I haven't met or guides that I do have met that have stepped forward, but I don't really know them that well yet. So I'm still working on developing some of those relationships. But if you are looking to develop and if you haven't really made a strong connection with a guide, with your master guide, with other guides, then I would really encourage you to to do that because I think it's super important and you're going to find that very, very helpful along the journey. So hopefully that helps you today. Again, I'll try and link up some resources. I'll put in a guided meditation to meet your guides, one that I've done that for me was really profound. You'll find if you look up online, there's multiple um, YouTube videos that have the audio tracks or Spotify playlists where you can find guided meditations. It sometimes helps you to get into that right state of mind um, or just, again, Put yourself into a place where you can let your mind relax. Fight your guides to step forward. You will find them there in meditation. So uh, hopefully that helps. I really enjoyed sort of today's episode, really sharing that with you. Again, uh, I look forward to continuing to share my my journey with you. And uh, I will uh, look forward to talking to you next week in episode three. Uh, hopefully, if you found this podcast, it's, there's some value for you. If there's anything that you'd like me to speak about in coming episodes, please let me know. Uh, I'm pretty new to this. Again, it's not super polished, but uh, I'm just looking forward to share my story. So thanks for tracking with me this week. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you again.